Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. HBC, HBC had bitch checking. We're <laughs> we're on our way to Korea. Had bitch chatting. Wait, come on, Hoso, bitch. Barra, coma. <laughs> oh no! Don't do that. Don't do all that, Gosh. This week we have on our wonderful contestant from season four of Boule Brothers Dragula, Jose Teratoma, to talk to us all about Dragon Korea. Oh, this is such a good episode. Um, I, we really went all over the place, but the conversation yeah, we went was up, down, left, right. But I love Hoso flowing. I'm excited to have her back and I can't wait till she's back in the States. I'd love to do like a live show with her or something. She's a good time gal. Yes, absolutely. Good and time stick, gal. All right. Sorry. Stick around after the episode where Dipper plugs his shows coming up in the Northeast. Oh yeah, that's right. I'll, you can stick around ever or you can listen right now. Uh, oh, coming no. up next week, I am performing on March 2nd in Portland, March 3rd in Olympia, Washington, March 4th in Seattle, and March 5th in Boise. You can get your tickets at manonmanmusic.com because I'm opening for my friends Man on Man and their band, and I'm traveling around with them. And if you're in New York City on March 13th, I'm playing a solo show at Rock Bar. You better roll your eyes, but Meatball... It's a uh, promo. That's the trick that it takes to sell the ticks. I never have to worry about that. People buy my tickets. But uh, if you're in, if you're in Chicago, end it. Just if end you're it. in Chicago, nope. come out and see me on Saturday. So you get the promo and I get the promo for, for Queen or the bar underneath Metro. I'ma be in a basement, bitch. Smart bar. Smart bar. It's a small Enjoy. bar, but it's a good time. Bye. Forever, dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Sloppy seconds. Oh, diva. Yeah. Our number is one three five three six nine one eight zero. Our email is sloppy seconds spot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Hi, you sloppy stupid love fact you guys love you dearly love. Are you ready for some sloppy seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball? I'm Meatball, and that's Big Dipper. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. I'm very ready because this day has been a long time coming. A coming. Right? Yeah, we tried to get this guest a while ago, but we were not allowed to chit chat. (laughs) But now we are. So we are very excited because, as you all recall, if you are dedicated listeners to this podcast, you know that during season four of Dragula, things got a little spooky, ooky, kooky around here. What do you say? Scary. 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 Material. Nope, that didn't work. No. That's a trick that it takes to spook the girl. (laughs) And so we are just so very excited because we have with us a special guest, star of season four of Dragula. She may not be the winner, honey, but she's the winner of our hearts for all the drama! Yeah, baby! 
please welcome Hoso Teratoma. Bonjour, ladies, with the Bonjour, iconic ladies. Dita Ritz entrance line reference. See, I'm so glad that everyone caught that. You know, so many people messaged me after, and I was like, yes, homage to Icon. <laughs> you know, the other moment yes. that I didn't quite understand, but then later got, was when La Zavaletta kept on being like, we love you, Jade. <laughs> yes, And was oh like my doing the, the Jade pose. You know, oh my God, so iconic. <laughs> On set, we were keep doing it. I was like, do the J. Jolie. Every time, every ah! time before the show, I was just like, do the J. Jolie. And the J. Jolie, for our audio folks, uh, the J. Oh, Jolie yeah. is also the Beyonce. The girl. Beyonce pose from, from her B. album Day. cover. Yeah. One arm up over and then the other arm grabbing the wrist. Right. She, she she told me that she didn't realize that she was doing it every single runway and she was watching it back and I was like, "Damn, I really did it like every single runway." <laughs> well, it was a th- it was a through line for her because remember when they first introduced her, there's that iconic quote where she's like, "I don't lift anything over 5 pounds to keep my arms so petite and slender." And then it's like her arms were like the key focal point of her end of the runway every week. And she still got it, gal. Oh Honey, my god. She's still but listen, we're not here to, we're talk, not here about to talk about Miss J. Jolie or that <laughs> other game show. We're here to talk about game you. Show. Yes, King Chi from doing? RuPaul's Drag Race season no! eight. No, <laughs> no, um, yeah, no, I'm doing so good. Calling all the way from HBC in Seoul, Korea. It Go is on. 9 a.m. It's 9 a.m. for you, baby, but it's it 4 o'clock for us. Tomorrow. Thank She's God. She's in the Thank- future. Mm-hmm. Oh Thank goodness. God I didn't have to get in drag for this. Oh yeah. Oh well. no. Why would you? But it's your hair done. looks lovely. You're really yeah. What is thank you? you. Hair I know. I just got it done. You know, it's kind of embarrassing because yeah, I got this like little scene moment going on, and on the show, I couldn't understand any scene references that the boules were throwing at me. <laughs> Do you remember that little moment? <laughs> oh wait, yeah. What was the reference? Yeah, and they were like, um, was Dolly in your top eight or something? Oh yeah, it was and the was MySpace like, reference. Uh-huh. Oh, and yeah. I was like. Huh? You were like, there's only were five like, of us here. Fucking Gen Zer. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> but what is this? Like, I never understood when they were like a scene haircut. Like, a scene is the the you would call, you would call it like an emo scene or a whatever. Like, scene is the actual noun. Scene is the name See, of what yeah. it is. See, I just don't that's get the that. Thing. See, that's it's the thing. That's the scene. thing about. That's the thing about when my generation calls it this scene style or whatever. That yeah. is, uh, we're uneducated and we just call anything that fits around. And this is this. This must be it, you know. And we just call anything anything, you know. Like we're the uneducated the generation. Disco? Is that part of it? Maybe I, I think have no maybe idea. on the outside. I think scene kids were more into like when Jeffrey Star was making music. Yes, like uh, it's yes, like yes, yes. it's all internet. Early internet stuff. Scene so queens. MySpace was yeah. a huge part of it. So like Tila Tequila, I think was like one of the Icon, main scene legend. people. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Star. I'm not heard completely uneducated. Yes, yes. I've I've not completely uneducated on the issue. Like <laughs> I obviously like I had a phase of like, you know, going into like old MySpace archives and like going which I don't, I don't know how the fuck I fucking missed the top eight reference, but like you know, uh, yeah. I mean, you really had to have one to know. Like you uh, really had to be like fighting with your friends. That was the best honestly, part of a top eight was like if you got in an argument with your friends, you could just move them. 
from like first down to <laughs> the drama. So yeah. saggy. passive aggressive. Um, but I want to know how you started doing drag because once you got cast on Dragula, everyone was like, "Hey, I know Hoso. Like I've been following her for years." And I was like, "This is the first I've heard of her. I'm obsessed." But this Which is, is the first crazy. Time. I Which know Abora was like one of your biggest fans right out the gate. That is crazy because obviously, you know, I had time to like become like actual friends with Abora afterwards. But like I started drag because of Abora, but like technically, like, you know, I started drag because of Dragula. I, yeah, yeah I you know. were... she, she hates it. She hates it because she like, oh my God, it makes it seem like I'm your drag mom or something. Makes me feel old. <laughs> but like, you know, um, yeah, it's crazy that like a lot of people knew me um in the cast because I had started drag in Korea and like only had done drag in Korea. I had no like, you know, chance to, you know, be out, do gigs in the States, whatever, get my name out. So like the fact that people knew my work through Instagram or whatever before it was just like, oh damn. You know, what's that was the, it was kind of crazy to me. That is crazy. But what what's is the, the drag scene in Korea like? Like what yeah. is, uh, see, let me tell you, you know, I had started drag in Korea HBC and Etoon to be exact. And the scene was like very, very comparatively new. Okay, and like even okay. now, it is very new. Like when I started, even more so, you know, like, like it's a very tight scene with like no room for diversity, it seemed like, like drag style wise. Okay, what, so like I what, couldn't. What would you compare like the main, like the style of the drag there to? Like is it all, I don't want to say drag race based, but is it like, what is the look? Because you're saying there's See, not room for alternatives. It's a lot of showgirls. Still, it's oh. like mostly showgirls. You know, um, you know when I hats first started, it's a lot of you know, and I, I and I love that style of drag. Don't get me wrong. Like you know, I, I, I respect it. and love <laughs> most. Don't, you don't me, Paul. You you're like if you can get a shiny little fringe dress on, you trying to you trying to stunt on the girls. <laughs> no, yeah. It's a lot of showgirls. And like um, when I had first started, there was no room for other drag. It seemed like um, there were no drag kings. There were no like alternative wow. like girls who were doing spooky stuff. And like so me and a few of my friends who later became drag sisters and brothers and stuff started throwing our own shows. And we couldn't find like clubs that were like because there are like two gay clubs here. And like okay, can you, there are can even you... less just quickly run it back for those of us very ignorant about things outside of the U.S. HBC is an abbreviation for Hebangchon, which is a part mm. of town in Itaewon, which is a gay capital of Korea, but it is called the gay capital of Korea because the only gay area of Korea. So <laughs> it's not really rainbows painted on the sidewalks, but no, it is the gay capital. No, ma'am. Uh-huh. You know, okay, a little more backstory because I yes, feel please. like this will yeah. kind of kind of paint the picture for um at least i guess non-korean people korea korean gay culture is kind of um odd because in a way it developed before queerness was kind of like even still queerness is not okay in korea you know what i mean uh. um korean homophobia kind of works in a way where the whole country and the media kind of try to stay race the existence of queer people for example like you know there are only two out celebrities in the entire country 
How crazy is that? You know, That's and this you and who else? Yeah, and, and <laughs> <laughs> this is another three. Like, it, like it, uh, <laughs> come on, a celebrity on TV. Oh my god, no, but um, <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah, yes. Oh my god, on Shutter, yes, no, but um. <laughs> No, yeah, two out celebrities in the entire country. How crazy is that? Like, in the States, every five minutes, a new celebrity is coming out and their mothers. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so, uh, no really visibility here. You can, Meatball, you can walk down the street in full drag in, like, a pride costume. And no one would really think that, oh, that person might be gay. Isn't that crazy? What would they think? That person they think- tell? That, that wild, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that person needs to be <laughs> a institution. No, yeah, they wouldn't think twice about it. Like you know, and it's kind of a, it's almost like a, a unicorn. Like they don't really believe it's there. You know, like and more and more visibility is showing up as we go, but still, even drag. You know, people don't really associate drag with gay culture here because drag itself is a very new concept in korea it's it was introduced very recently um it had existed before but mostly it blew up well it's sort of gained visibility when drag race came into netflix right and kimchi got like this kind of a buzz about being korean american on the show you know right Mm. um yeah i remember kim talking a little bit about right after season eight, like booking some gigs in Korea. And oh, yeah. she was like, she was like, I was an A-list celebrity when I went over there. Yeah, because it wow. was like the first time they had seen any kind of drag representation, let alone a Korean representation. So it really stayed in, in my heart too. Like Kim stays as such like a important figure, you know? Right. So of course everyone loves Kim here, you know? Uh Ah, shame that no Korean was after cast after Kim on Drag Race. S- still, no one, only Kim. Are there anyway? No- oh no! Wait, yes, there was. No, there weren't. Oh, you're right. No, there wasn't. Never mind. We don't talk about her. So, I mean, what does it feel like now that you're back? Like you're back in Korea for a little bit. How was it yes. touring around America and just seeing all the different d- drag scenes before you left? Fuck, uh, it, it was so crazy because I had never traveled for drag. You know, like there are two bars in Korea. You know, I had been like um, hosting two? this little show, like two drag, like two drag bars. Well, I'm saying two, but like more like five. But still, that's like in the entire country, you know? Right. Um, so it's a very, very small scene and all the bars are like five minute walking distance from each other. So it's like very, um, it, it's a tight scene. So like I had never and- traveled for drag. I'd only done in dra- drag in Korea at that point. So it was just crazy fucking dragging around drag everywhere. And like also walking into a room of people that like expects what I'm doing on stage, kind of like, it's not used to, but like kind of expects the dra- kind of drag that I do because that is not the case in Korea. Yeah, I was about to say, you, know? <laughs> you walk into a room, they're like, who the fuck is this crazy monster? And now yeah, everyone's no, they, excited to see it. Yeah, half of them, you know, when I started drag, half of the girls in the scene wouldn't even consider what I did drag. But like now I've gained more, you know, status. Like, you know, I host my own shows here and it's like um, cool that like I found a group of people that like appreciates what I do even in Korea. But like, Damn, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's in this in the states at least. You kind of like go into a show, uh, especially if I'm like you know, host of Dragula. You know, 
they kind of expect what they're going to see. So that's a new experience for me. When you were um, traveling around here in the States, were there specific things from the TV show that people were hoping you would bring to the club? Like, did they want to see like the, the lamp fairy worm? Or Bitch. The, you know? <laughs> Bitch, they expect me to not bring makeup wipes to the gig. That's what they expect. Ah, oh my there God. Was, like, so were you many? gifted okay. so many? <laughs> Yes. And you know what? They think they're funny fucking bringing makeup wipes. So it's like, oh my God, I've got a gift for you. And you know what? Joke's on them because now I have free makeup wipes. Yeah, yeah you, you have an unlimited supply. That's incredible. Yes. It's a self-fulfilling you know prophecy. You never yes. had them on the show. Now you, know, you got all the that you need. I bring a little suitcase full of them. And you know what? <laughs> From now on, on the tour... I'm going to make sure that I bring a suitcase of makeup wipes anywhere I go. And I'm going to make sure all the girls in the dressing room uses my makeup wipes. Absolutely. And let's see who is self-reliant then, Well, Diva. honey, it seems like you need to release a product that's a makeup You got to get your hair. Honestly, Kim, hit me up. Let's make some makeup wipes. Oh, yeah. Capsule Ooh, that'd be uh, makeup wipes yes. collection. Self-reliancy vibes. <laughs> so, yes. So when you were touring around, because I want to get back to the drag scene in Korea. When you were touring around, did you find a certain city or a certain party or a certain vibe that reminded you of sort of where oh, you got yeah. your start or the kind of party that you and your friends created for yourself? Yes, Chicago. Oh, my God. You uh, know, because uh, yep. Love Chicago because, you know, like if I were to choose a scene that resembled more of like the original like Korean scene that I grew up with, that would be a different story. But like the scene that me and my friends had created that we got our start in drag was, you know, for the weirdos, you know, that it was, you know, the kind of the outcast kind of gathering around and starting a show for themselves. And Chicago felt a lot like, you know, there are a lot of different style of drag, but they're all like. I don't know. It was just really cool to see. You know, there's a lot of fucking weirdos in Chicago and just the vibes are really cool. I had a lot of fucking fun in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually about to... If you're in Chicago tomorrow, Saturday... Berlin, right? I'm at Berlin. And then on <sighs> Sunday, I'm at Queen. So come <sighs> say hi. Oh, you're doing the little twirl. I will Berlin be twirling in so the cool. snow. And Hoso, listen, I'm not trying to take away, but I have forgotten I to uh, promote my gigs that I have coming up. So we'll we're going to go, we're gonna go right, to yeah, a break. Fine. But also, if you're in the Pacific North, Northwest, I'm coming Portland, Olympia, Seattle, and Boise next week. The uh, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. No, the second, third, fourth. Well, whatever. I'll Look at his Instagram. Is, yeah. We're going to break. Him. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it? Maybe bed. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your if I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. 
you know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this, like make a change in how you think. I think we all think like, that's just how my brain works or like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. You, those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. And okay. we're back with Hoso Teratoma from season four of Drag Race. <gasps> no, Dracula! Oh my God, <laughs> that yes, was an accident. We got a bonjour, ladies. Bonjour, the icon, ladies. the legend, Dita Ritz, which I got to meet while I was in Berlin. Speaking oh, of, at the, the club, at the club yes, Berlin in Chicago, Dita was so fucking sweet. Dita was like, "If you need anything while you're here, I got you." And we had this lovely conversation. She is a sweetheart. She's so so talented. She makes everything she wears like right now. Yeah. I think like. So, 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 so uh, She's amazing. The best. She's the best. So, so let's talk about your time and your experience on Dragula. Yes. Dragula. What was it yes. like? I mean, it wasn't your first time in the United States shooting that, right? No. And oh, I will okay. do my best to dodge the carefully woven web of NDA surrounding me. But, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. we're not going to uh -huh. ask anything that will get you in trouble. All but right, what cool. was your experience like? Like, had you been on camera before? You seemed pretty natural going into it. Oh, thank you. No, I hadn't been, you know, it was very, very new for me. Um, that was my second time visiting the States um, after starting drag, actually. Uh, but it was kind of all new because L.A. was new. I've never been to L.A. before, oh. you know, and like to be thrown in the situation, room full of, I don't know, those. And... Ah! <laughs> It's an intimidating situation, you know. You walk into a room and you're like, "Hi," and you know, Zaba's kind of like, Ugh. and I'm like, "Okay," <laughs> you know. What was your first thought when you saw Meredith Cheredith? That's Meredith. Oh, oh my God! You know, you, I, like, you know what though? <laughs> she was wearing the exact slippers the moment I walked in. No, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> you know. Actually, I was supposed to do a gig in New York with Mary, but oh Miss Meredith. You would, have you done the New York drag scene yet? It's like um, Chicago. It's really fun. Yeah, but, um, well, I heard it's a little different vibe of like Brooklyn versus um, oh, yeah. Hell's, Hell's Kitchen. I, I did the Hell's Kitchen gig, which was a lot of fun. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, Miss Dolly got me together. Yeah, yeah, she booked me. And um, actually, after the gig, Zava took me to the Rosemont, I think, um, mm, as a bar. Uh, yeah, yes. I think it was Zava's home bar. And, you know, we had fun there. It, it, it reminded me a lot of the bar that I work at right now. You know, we all have that home bar. It kind of is like, you know, small but cozy. And it's like kind of your home bar is always yeah. there for you. <laughs> so when, when season four, when the promo premiered, 
Um, yes. I think, I mean, we, we had a lot of conversation about promo looks and we were living for everyone, but honestly, you with the multiple faces, like mm-hmm. you really, Thank you. as the kids say, you tore, you tore that promo look. I you tore, I up. Uh-huh. Um, And it was like, it was like, whoa, that's something different. That's really wild. Can that, you, okay, now can you tell us this? Were those promo shots done before shooting or after filming? After. Oh, it was done before. Before? <laughs> it was the first thing that, I think that's for every Dragula season, no? No, was it ours, different for yours? Well, I mean, mine doesn't count as a real season, but ours was <laughs> after we filmed it. We went in and shot it. I think. I think. What do you mean? The entire 480p of it. <laughs> wow. the, the, the wind tunnel audio. <laughs> no, maybe we shot those first. Maybe that was the first thing we did. Yeah. I guess it was. Whoa. Yeah, because that was my first time working with everybody was for that. Because ours, of course, we were still shooting it while it was being released. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, the promos are, well, from what I've heard, the first thing that anyone films, but. Um, oh. On the other show, yeah. they do it last, so the girls have enough time to, like, think of what they did on the runways and then elevate right. it. Yeah. So you because... were already elevated. Yeah. <laughs> you know, on Drag Race, you know, you see the girl on the promo. You're not like, allowed oh to God, say that. that... <laughs> hmm? You're not allowed what? to say that. But no. What? No. Like, exactly. Stop. No, no, no. On, <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, 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 on Drag Race, like, you know, you see the girls on the promo and I was like, oh my God. But then if you see them on the season, they look completely different. Yeah. Yes. But I guess, yeah, it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's reverse. No, yeah. So what, you, was, what was that moment like when that promo came out? Like all of this attention all of a sudden, like, did it feel like a roller coaster from that point? Like, were you preparing yourself for it? Fuck yeah, but like for me it was a little different because I was in Korea and in quarantine I think because right. you know when you get to Korea you have to do a certain amount of quarantine and like um I was just coming back from a trip and I was in quarantine and all this fucking explosive you know reaction online and I can close the laptop and close my phone and just kind of sitting there <laughs> in my room I was like okay I guess that's it and you know I really wanted to be there at Bushwick because I saw this video when the FOMO really fucking hit me was when I saw this video of Bushwick reveal and they yeah, played the there. promo on the big screen and the audience lost their shit like Everyone was screaming when- fucking crazy and i was like fuck i wish i was there you know that's like once in a lifetime kind of thing i wish i was there to experience it you know well maybe next um, year you could be there All for the Stars. season five girls yeah i mean honestly like i would I, I just like would love to be there just to like kind of relive it because even if it's like not my season i was like damn you know um it's such a it's such a moment to have the audience just fucking go crazy. It was an in- insane moment because they were like, and now we're going to, the Boulets were there and they introduced it. And mm-hmm. then um, I think Sigourney Beaver was there and um, Saint were there and they had it up on the huge monitors inside the, what is Fuck that? Yeah. It's a knockdown center. So, and that place is huge. So there was like 3,000 people watching mm-hmm. it all gasping every time there was a new girl and screaming. It was so magical. I yeah, was drunk no, was in that- the back. Yeah, you no, were trying to talk um, to Azalea. I think Banks. I was. Yeah, I was trying to get in on, on her. Uh, Azalea was, I was there like, too. Who made you that bra? Right. Oh yeah. Oh my god. And Zaba and Mary was there too. Yes. Now half of the screaming were from coming from Mary and Sigourney. Girl. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> this is my moment. Ah! Uh, 
I just saw footage of the Boulay brothers performing at one of the play nightclubs. Uh-huh. And I oh, got to like- tell you, there must have been some massive advancement in high heel technology because they were the same height for the whole performance. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah, you know, one of them was on their knees. No, I yeah. saw them. They were side by side. They were floating. They were the same height and they were just moving through the whole performance. I don't know how they did it. I was watching that video too, and I was like, "Holy they're shit! How did they do that?" What if, yeah. they're club, what if they're in club kid boots? <laughs> that would be the oh, ultimate. That would be the ultimate Malda. drag. How dare poor, you? Poor Melda. <laughs> and poor felony. Why would you do and it? And poor felony. <laughs> you know, at Why least poor Melda had a warning. You know, what is Formelda's excuse? But also, like, poor felony. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh I my god. Know, I want to know about. Um, I'm going to say the word shady, but you don't have to see it as this. I want to know about like the shady editing moments that ultimately, if you're not involved, they're not shady. They're really good TV editing moments. But the montage, you know, we talked about the makeup wipes. The the montage montage of you asking for makeup wipes when they would (laughs) sort of say, oh, she's she's never ready. She can't get herself into these looks by herself. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. How did that feel? Because you didn't know that stuff was coming. Yeah, no, I was watching it in real time, and I was like, at first it was just kind of funny, because, like, (laughs) out of, (laughs) they chose makeup wives, really? That's what they decided to show? Yeah, that was the main drama of the season. And I, okay, let me just tell you this, I'm not going to deny anything. Okay. Because it's, because it's against my contract, but no, I'm not going to (laughs) deny anything. (laughs) But let me just say, if you're a drag queen, and can swear by your life that you've never asked a goddamn makeup wipe in the dressing room in your life. You're right. fucking lying, and I see You're a you. Fucking okay, liar. you are a fucking liar. Okay, I had so many people message me, and I was like, "Bitch, I'm, I be losing my fucking makeup wipes too. I'm the right there with you. I mean, you know, so I felt very supported. There's always something you forget, whether it be your makeup wipes, yeah. your bobby pins, a bottle of hairspray, hair glue. It's mostly hair stuff for me. But yeah. I'm always forgetting something. Also, uh, is there a drag queen who has never asked for help getting into a garment? No. I need help you know- getting into most of my garments, and they're much simpler <laughs> than yours. Oh, my God. Let me. I mean, the thing I will say about that fucking moth costume is that, oh you know, God. I love how it turned out, but, like, I hate that costume. I threw how it away. How that I, thing like- weigh? Oh, my God. I don't even know. It's the heaviest thing I've ever, you know, I don't know how I brought it all the way from Korea because I had to fucking ship my shit all the way from Korea. You know, that cost me extra money. I was like, holy shit, how am I going to fucking get this to the States, let alone wear it, you know, like, and it happened somehow. Um, It cost me being called a professional, but still it got on my body and I won the challenge. So, hey, Hey. it all works out at the end. I'm sure the other girls were asking for help, too. I mean, we can't get into it. But how have your fan interactions been? What is it like meeting <laughs> meeting people that like love you so much? Yeah, it's great. There, the fan reaction, like the fan interactions, are always crazy because, like, one minute, um, you know, if if there's a line at the meet and greet, one minute a person will come up to you with a tattoo of you on the fucking back and like, you know, a present to you. And I was like, oh my god, you changed my life, and it's the craziest feeling ever. And the next will come up to you, and the first thing that comes out of their mouth is like, did you just fucking hate Sigourney? Do you hate Sigourney? <laughs> I'm like, okay. Wait until you <laughs> start getting something. the. I was gonna kill myself until I saw you. 
<laughs> oh my god has ones. that happened to you yeah a couple times i'm like Dang. actually no actually there has been a couple to me actually it has a lot of the times been like cancer survivors that were oh, like right yeah there was like a few and it, it actually is really touching actually like they come up to me and say like hey i almost like gave up on my therapy but then you know you were there telling your story and like it, it kind of gave me the power to push and i was like that's fucking amazing were you nervous at all? You girl boss. That story? <laughs> you better girl boss. You, you better, better girl boss. boss. You better, better girl fart. boss and gaslight. Yeah. Wait, but what, were you nervous to gaslight share that those story? Cancer cells. Sorry, because you, um, yeah, okay. One more. You got one more. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. No, do it. You got one more? No. <laughs> um, so <laughs> what was it like to share that? Like, cause you, you read a, uh, a journal entry on the main yeah. page they did and score it and then remove your voice <laughs> which is which is fine because they have a certain way of editing their stuff yeah. i i already you know when you go into dragula you have to like you know kind of think hey like they have a certain way of editing their stuff um they have a certain you know directorial vision that they have so like you know your your stuff is going to get edited that's like you know part yeah. of the deal but um still i got to like you know People know that I did it, you know. It's part of the. It's it's a very integral yeah, part of the performance, so and, and I did post it. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I did post it, and you know, like I'm so fucking glad I did it. You know, I have no, you know, when, when I did lose, you know, spoiler alert, I did lose. What? <laughs> I, I could be calling you're from, top four. <laughs> yeah, top I, four I, means you did bitch, all the episodes. You're in bitch, every single episode. You're okay. a winner, baby. Bitch. I'm not a sore loser until I realize it hits me that I could be a Mykonos with 100k in my bank account. Okay, I was like, but you wouldn't be. be. You would be traveling around doing drag everywhere. Yeah, you'd be like manufacturing like car, like fiberglass claws, and like creating all this cool shit with that money. You wouldn't be a Mykonos. Honestly, bitch, like 100k wouldn't change me. I would be still making my own shit. I would still be in my little. (laughs) It's like I don't spend that much money for fucking travel. I was like. Um, there is a saying, actually, it's like a local saying. <laughs> it's funny. Um, you can take the girl out of HBC, but you cannot take the HBC out of the girl. <laughs> HBC? Yeah, the drag here is a little raggedy. Uh, my people... drag's a little raggedy too. I tried explaining yeah. that to someone once when I showed them pictures and I was like, it's not like supposed to look super pretty. It's, the joke <laughs> is that it's kind of bad. Right. And their right. reaction was like, <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. 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 Funny. Uh-huh. I get it. <laughs> Wait, but so uh not not to derail us from the cancer conversation, but uh something that I uh thought was so powerful about that is when you explained um I think I can't remember the full tri- like the the course of uh events here, but I think you had been in the bottom and then the challenge came up. You would you just basically said I have nothing to fear anymore. I've sort of dealt with one of the biggest fears. And so this is a way that I can confidently like go into any challenge in front of me. And I thought that was like so inspiring that you were able to learn that lesson um, at such a tender Gen Z young age. (laughs) No. And you you know, when you go through an experience like that, you know um, it's kind of cliche, but like you kind of really learn like, it's now or fucking never bitch like mm. tomorrow is never guaranteed for you right and i mean for anyone but like still if you especially go through kind of that kind of experience where like live your entire life kind of being immune compromised you learn quickly that like you have to kind of make the most of them you know every moment and 
I'm glad like you took it as that because like a lot of people kind of mistook it as, you know, obviously, you know, I talk for a long time, it gets edited to a short footage and certain things get like misconstrued. A lot of people kind of mistook it as like me saying, well, I'm sick and immune compromised and I have cancer, what? so I should win. Uh, like, that's not at so, all how no. it was delivered. Yeah. And you know, like that's not what I was trying to say. But Those like, must have you know, been Mary fans. That was yeah. People were just out <laughs> to hate you. I got a story to tell you about Mary Cherry. Maybe after we take this break, let's take a quick holy break. shit. <laughs> okay. Okay, we are back. We're back. I know we've been joking. Wait, I have a really quick question. Do you know Wicked? Yes. Have you ever seen Wicked? Yes. I Well, I have not seen the play, but I know what it's about. I know so the plot. Know, but do you know the music? Bitch, okay. I am an actual fan of the podcast, okay? If I oh. don't... If I, if I, if I, if I, okay, I, I listen to every... I, oh, this I, little I baby thing? Every single... No, like, I listen to every single episode. I'm actually a fan. Oh, my um, God. So, like... If if I don't know it from the musical, I know it from you singing. Okay. Well, can you give me um, a little ooh, wake up your oh whoever's in the house with you? Okay, wait, hold on. <laughs> Let's hear it. If you put me on a spotlight, holy shit. Um <clears throat> fake fan, you should have seen it coming. <laughs> I know, I really should have seen it coming. You know, I was ooh, like, you know, I, again, ooh, like ah! not for the Japan. Okay, 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 okay. What's the note again? Let's do it together. <laughs> Okay. Listen, Three, two, two, one. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, you yes. got it. Okay. okay. We were harmonizing. We okay, cool. No, no yeah. Um, I was, that's why, I, okay. Again, I'm an actual fan. So I was very flattered when you kept saying that my Twitter was really funny. It is. Yeah, I was so like, fun. I was just being my Gen Z self, and I was like, "Oh my god, Meatball thinks I'm funny." I was like, "None of your it opinions matter." It was completely matter. unhinged. Meatball but very thinks funny. I'm funny, so everyone can eat my ass. Yes. And then, and then I was like, "Fuck!" Now she thinks I'm funny. I actually have to be funny when I'm on the fucking podcast. And like, little piece was on before me. So how the fuck do I top that? You know, <laughs> like, uh, not you're very piece. charming. Listen, yeah, I was so like, very charming. God damn. And oh, I got to fucking work with little piece um, while I wasn't, I, 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 I was in the same show with little piece um, in really? Chicago because she was on, she was on the same oh, cast. Right. With me. Yeah. The and show she that was, made me believe she, she's from Chicago. Chicago she's always right. on. See, she is the character. I cannot. <laughs> she is the moment. And, and there's a video that I helped her film. And it was one of her videos. And she didn't even post it. But it was the funniest thing I've ever seen witness. And I'm like, god damn. She, I, she, like, you are just a natural. She's a natural. But she's also picked a, like a character. Or that might just be her. That is so exhausting. Like, it, could you so imagine exhausting. doing that like for eight hours straight? No, but like you can only do that if you are the character. You're yeah. not putting it on. <laughs> 100%. Like, and I was like, you are actually an insane person. And you yeah. know, I, I love her. And did you see anyway, Willem just did a beatdown. She's on the yes! beatdown. Yes, yes, yes. I'm and, not saying uh, that I'm not saying that 
you blasted that her video to is there because of me, <laughs> but I did send that video to Kane, and Kane chooses the videos. No, and, that is true. It, it is true. It's so funny material. when Will was like, the fence is fighting her back. I've been here longer. But I, I like that Willem <laughs> looked up her name and then was like, her drag name is Lil Dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Oh, my God. I mean, her handle, I guess. Yeah. But no, yeah. Anyways. Left. Back to me. Okay, yeah. back to um, you. Yeah. So, no, as a fan of the podcast, you know that we jump around all the all the time with our interviews. I want to go back, back, back again to yes. the origins. What are some of the early, early origins that made you want to do drag performance? Abora, or Abora. Were there, <laughs> or were there some like pop culture references that made you want to skew more spooky, ooky, absolutely. See, um, no, yeah, Coraline. I've always been. I yes, yes, oh yes, God, from the earliest so memories, from yeah. the earliest memories. You know, and I love Denali. No, Denali's was fucking phenomenal too. It was just a different interpretation. Den- Denali was like an exact recreation. The dress was like from the, and mine was like. Shut up, meatball! You're, you're such an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm not, like, so now I'm not allowed to have an opinion. Nope. <laughs> I was like, if welcome to cancel culture. You be- <laughs> cannot have an opinion. <laughs> I was like, if meatball thinks I'm funny, it must mean that I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it must mean that I'm just really mean. <laughs> so, wait, were you exposed to drag before you saw drag? Like, what was your big? What made you want to do? Well, you know, I was introduced to drag like a, a lot of Koreans, you know, season eight of RuPaul's Drag Race and Ken got on, wow. you know, and that was my first exposure to drag in like around 2016, I think. And that was when I, you know, first knew of drag. Um, and I was like, what the fuck is this? I was enamored. Like, I, I loved what Kim did. I, w- I loved what everyone did on that show. But like, I kind of couldn't see myself doing that. Like, I was like, oh, my God, that's so fucking cool. But, like, I didn't see myself doing it. Um, and I've always been a fan of horror. So when I watched, actually, season one promo of Dragula for the first time. Season one? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God, you were on it. No, yeah. I, With I, I, Meeple, Meeple covered in the little uh, multicolor poof poof. Yes, yes, yes. And that was amazing, too. But, like, like. The no, moment that Doji, no, no, we don't get a lot. <laughs> no, I, I know okay. my faults. I like that outfit. Okay, I like that yeah. outfit. But I do, I actually do. But like, um, when Zochi came on screen, I was like, holy oh, shit, yeah. that's exactly what I want to do. I want to be the character. And then season two started airing, and then I was like, oh, you know, the moment that Bora in the promo opened that zipper up in the big balloon outfit. That was a moment that was a moment that I knew that I need to do this and I need to do this now. Like I and, you know, for a little bit, I was literally in a Bora impersonation. I, I was like doing every single Marilyn Manson song that was a Bora was doing. Like I was painting like a Bora. I was like, oh, my an Bora impersonator. And it was so funny because like afterwards, I, I remember I distinctly remember me doing um, a Marilyn Manson number that Bora um, did 
on stage for the first time and like it was a video of me and then I tagged her in it not thinking that she would see it but then she kind of messaged me back and I was like haha that's funny like you know she was being her little like like um character she was like still kind of doing this thing yeah like she 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 was was still kind of doing this yeah she was still kind of doing this thing where she was kind of being mean online being on character whatever but still (laughs) like the fact that she was responding to me I was like holy shit you know because like she like if like thinks I'm like you know being dramatic when I say this but like she is like the single most important figure of my life she is like that's a, that's that's a hefty big. statement but very cool. yeah and like yeah and like and most she, people can't say that they've met that person yeah, you know what yeah I mean? and like became friends with that person and you know um it was like odd to say the least at first because like I was like actually on the show that made me start drag and was sitting across like my biggest you know style icon of all time but then getting to know her um getting to like be friends with her and getting to know how an absolute moron she is (laughs) (laughs) but no yeah it's like it was such a fucking cool experience i can't say not a lot of people can say that you know they're friends with their icons you know well i would say that this image i'm about to show you now is probably like the most um you know important and impactful image that i can remember in my life (laughs) oh no see okay i like this what are we looking at let's dissect let's yes let's like i am wearing a this is a photo of meatball it's a photo of me in the full clown makeup makeup done by got mick really really yes Lipstick on the teeth. Your Lipstick eyes, on the teeth. Your eye. Listen, the eye and what I believe people who know makeup call the cut crease look great. Yes, that's because K-, K did it. <laughs> um, no, but like I think your makeup is great. I honestly, I think your makeup is really impactful. You know what you're doing. You know where to put it. What like I would believe you 100 percent if you said you did this. I could do this now. I couldn't do this then. Also, that nose oh, contour is so? perfect. Cool. Yeah, I don't think I could have it done is. it back then. The back then, my makeup so was really bad, and I didn't really know anything about placement. Now, I am in a red turban that is covered in makeup. Didn't make it quite to the wash. <laughs> and a blonde afro <laughs> wig that I've cut in half and safety pinned to the turban. And kind of has foundation on it oh kinda it is it's brown with foundation around my face actually that wig is platinum blonde Couldn't make, and all i had to do was cut off all the brown because it's an afro wig no one would have noticed but i didn't know and then i'm wearing a neck ruff that's multicolored. is it made of paper is it paper i was it's, about to ask it's like um i can't remember what it was called but it's like a hard um, it's like a vinyl fabric. Yeah, you, di- you didn't make that. No, that was made by Juan Chavez. Okay. Okay. Cool. And Died for your sins. Now, my curiosity is, where is your neck? Now that is where <laughs> the rough comes in. It's hiding the neck and also creating a second chin. <laughs> See, okay, time. okay. Let me. It's working against itself. <laughs> let me. Let me just say this though. There is a. Like, there is a trend of icons on Dragula franchise of queens doing food stuff in the promos that, you know, ended to be iconic queens. Like, you know, Bitch won her season. Violencia With is fucking pizza. amazing. Oh, yeah. Yes. And you, you know. Like, I had hamburgers. So, bitch, I love it. And yes, bitch. Um, you are the OG. <laughs> Pinche covered herself in honey that day. 
Yes, 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 yes. And Pinch was fucking really? amazing. And, and real honey like poured it down her face and stuff. Yes, and then it they were like, like "All right, get home." <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> there was no option to like. Here's where you can rinse off. It's kind of like you've made the mess. Now get in the car. I know. No one did food stuff on my season. Did damn, anyone like, cheat? I had a cheater on my season. Like cheat, as in like. Didn't like follow the, the rules. Yes, Meatball continues to accuse Frankie Doom of cheating. Accuse? I'm stating facts. <laughs> because oh, like breaking the, breaking the rules. Yes. She broke the rules. I, I guess mean, you're not allowed to say. Yeah, I'm not allowed to say, but I mean, we can talk about Astrid and I. But oh yeah, I love that that edit where they like basically put sexy jazzy music I know. to you and Astrid. And you know, there were like so many footages that they could have actually put um like romantic, but then um it was literally just random footages of us looking at each other. Yeah, but, and just like wind in the hair, right? I remember yes. there being wind, a soft focused heart. Yes. And you know, it is so weird because you know, our like little thing gets called showman's a lot. And like it's it's weird because like when we say that like yeah it's actually a thing we're fucking whatever but then no one believes us but then um you know when i do like an instagram q a thing anyone that any all that anyone wants to ask is like oh my god is astrid and you dating is astrid and fucking what is happening so i'm like what am i supposed to like you know yeah (laughs) it's weird and now you didn't have any sexual relations with dolly even though they were (laughs) There and well, there was there was one interaction, and I no! think I can't see there. No, but no, okay. there wasn't. We didn't fuck. We didn't fuck. But no, um, I think I'm like the furthest thing from Dolly's type, anyway. But um, anyway, no, yeah, good because uh, he's mine. <laughs> no, there was one interaction, and I think I can say this because I had like told this on Twitter. Um, so you know the candy corns that Dolly was keeping. Oh in yeah, crotch, right on that cop. On that, uh-huh. uh, on that, yes, uh, in that fucking job strap. And I was like, the whole day, it was melty as fuck. It was steamy as fuck. It was like, and and I was hungry on set. We uh-huh. had just filmed, uh, just finished filming, and Dolly just took out the uh, candy corns. It was like a like a ball of just melted, hot, mm-hmm. steamy candy corns. And I was mm-hmm. like, and I ate the whole thing. Oh my god! And I just chewed it in front of him, and he was like, "You are disgusting." I'm disgusting too. Then I would have eaten that candy. <laughs> you really would have. You would have. You would have booped that thing up your ass like so oh, quick. Daddy. <laughs> I am shocked by this conversation. I'm not. Yeah. Oh, uh, people. No. A- yeah. Oh, yeah. What? No, no, finish what you, you were gonna say. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> no, since you said that you were shot at a lot of people don't know. It was like I'm fully like nasty as fuck. And it's like, and then they find my OnlyFans and they're like, okay. And well, that's what that's... we'll talk about right after this break. <laughs> And we're back. Hello. Now, we typically do our last segment is something that we like to call Fuck, Fuck Talk, Talk, Talk Yes. What do you call it, people? Fuck Talk Stories. Oh, Fuck Talk Stories. making an amendment to the segment title? We need to make Talk. little songs for each segment. In Fuck a Talk unilateral Chronicles. sort of decision-making way? Yeah. 
Now, we... I found your OnlyFans. I haven't subscribed, unfortunately. I'm sorry. I just don't have the extra money right now. I found it because I was looking at your Twitter because you had just created this crazy new costume out of PVA foam or something. Yes, 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 yes. I'm very and then proud I was, of it. I saw the link. Um, How long have you been doing OnlyFans? I've been doing OnlyFans, bitch, <laughs> since I was allowed to. But, um, see, Pre-show. my... Yes, pre-show. Um, but my relationship with sex work has changed a lot. You know, um, initially it was like I kind of got involved with, um, you know, shady people in Korea, and I started in the not the most desirable conditions. Like I was starting way too early. It was a very shady place. But oh uh, yeah, I I wasn't starting at the right place. I was doing it in a place of insecurity, of like um, you know, kind of like getting bullied getting bullied at the time and like kind of coping with that through it and it was like a whole mess but then now I kind of regained my relationship with it by like I don't know OnlyFans is fun because like you get to create this image of yourself like online that you get to feel sexy in and it is empowering and it has like given me literally perspective Yeah. yeah and like you know People will message you and like, hey, send me your socks and I'll give you, you know, whatever. But then, um, you know, it's it's empowering to like kind of take that back, especially given like my past uh, relationship with it. Um, so, yeah, I love doing it now. Like, oh, good. I love having my ass out and kind of it's kind of like integrated into my drag a little because like I used to like cover up so much in drag like drag was like not at all a sexual character for me but mm. then recently i've been a little like i've been a little you, yeah you drag. put that like, monster makeup on and you say mama's a horny yes bitch you oh said my you God. ever see okay. a cactus in a jock bitch oh Let yeah you had, your, you. you had your little bulge out yes oh my god so many people and after the show so many people like messaged me being like i kind of got hard watching your but like it, it like um, the cactus one and the demon one in specific, a lot of, a lot of lesbian fans were messaging me being like, your demon character is hot. <laughs> when you were tied to the bed? No, no, no. The, um, no, the runway. Fan. Oh, the runway, the runway. Oh yeah. The thumbs oh, when up. you were, when you were getting yes. exorcism. And I was, was wearing was a like, whole lot of oh yeah, the, the exorcism, exorcism your whole bowls Oh my out. God. I know. And you were saying it on your podcast. We sure did. I, yeah, I, I did have my balls swinging out, but then no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God damn. They need to pay for that. But no. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> guess they do advertisement for, for the OnlyFans. Uh, it is. It is. <laughs> oh my God. <gasps> Can I tell you something? Yes, yeah. please. That's why. Can I'm I here. tell you something? Oh Ella. my god. Okay, so Nina Bonina Brown of Drag Race uh-huh. does and, and famously does reviews on YouTube. Yes. And during her Dragula review, I get you know I'm on screen, and the first thing she ever says is like, "You know that bitch does porn." Oh, I remember that. I saw that she subscribes, and she's and. She, and She's talking about this one video in specific where she talks about every single time I mentioned and every single time she mentions a video, the video, the story of the video gets wilder. At first it was like, oh yeah, it's like also getting plowed by this one guy. And like, by the time that she mentions this for like the fucking fifth time is like oh yeah Hoso's getting fucking gangbanged by 10 guys and I was like what video are you seeing? <laughs> I, I like, remember you know seeing that and you responding taking... to it. And I was like 
girl, what video are you seeing? Is there a video that I don't know about? <laughs> that but that's her whole thing. Like she twists stories so much that you don't even know what she's talking about. She does but so hey. much on her YouTube. I'm her l- YouTube is insane. I'm scrolling through know. her YouTube right it is now. It's so unhinged. It is so unhinged. Sorry. I just wanted to pull up this. Keep talking, but I want to pull up She reminds me of um, Tyra Sanchez almost sometimes. Oh, my God. No, yeah. Very that energy, Except for she's not putting down a countdown clock and saying boom on Dragon. Or Dragon. Boom. Yeah. What is this? Is this a gremlin? Oh, my God. I love it. It's so cute. Yeah, it is really cute. We're talking about Dragula season four episode Raw View. She's watching Dragula and she's dressed like a gremlin? But it's just the front of her face. Like, if she were to turn yeah. around, the whole costume is like, there's nothing back there. That's her whole vibe. I love it. Oh, That's yeah. my whole vibe. Never look at the back. Never look at the back. <laughs> Don't turn sideways. We'll disappear. Yeah, absolutely not. Okay, so um, do you have, obviously, you know, the OnlyFans. Plug the OnlyFans. Everybody go check out Hoso's OnlyFans and your relationship yes. to all of that. But do you have any wild and crazy like hookup stories that you can? Oh my! Let me tell you. I was just about to tell you. Okay, Okay. after the show, so let me tell you. So many requests from monster fuckers, and I love them too. Like monster fuckers, specifically people who saw me on the show and was like, "Hey, your work sexually stimulates me so much." I would love to do things with you while you're in In your monster geesh. Yes. And there are types, bitch. And there are multiple. There are multiple people like this in my, like, business email. Like, literally people messaging me on email, like, business email being like, hey, booking inquiries. And being like, private bookings. I would love to make love with you while you're in your like monster why is no one like, sending me bookings like that y- y'all see, don't want to fuck an old clown old hairy clown see i think it's a very specific thing of like creature because well, there's like different types like some people want the kind of like more humanoid like my rock look almost like a punk oh, rock yeah. chick mm. um with like crazy makeup some people want that where some people want full fucking crazy cuckoo cunt like you know like crazy, crazy monster Yes. So which did you Crazy do? Crazy fucking monster. See, yeah. okay. What have you acted th- upon? Okay. I think I okay. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, okay. Uh oh. I've done it. I've done okay. it once. <laughs> and? And? But, but this was kind of before the show. Okay. Mm. I was walking down, and it was in Korea too. How fucking crazy is that? And like, it wasn't really intentional. Like, I wasn't drag, and always, like, drag queens have the story of being in full drag and, like, getting drunk and, like, you know, waking up with someone next to you with their lipsticks all over their ass, you know? Yes. But then, um, it's, it's a very classic drag We've queen story. We've all done it. Yeah, it's a very classic drag queen story, but, like, when you look like me in drag, it's not something that you come across that early. But apparently it is because i was walking down like after the gig in full like drag it was more of my humanoid type looks but also i was like looking crazy you know like i look like a fucking kiss member you know um but then um this guy walks up to me kind of starts grinding on me and i was like maybe it's really dark and he just doesn't see what i'm like what i actually look like and he sees the wigs and the skirt and whatever sorry he just walked up on you and started grinding yeah just like 
okay. Like, you know, it's it, because I was at the side of the bar. Oh, okay. okay we're in the bar. We're I was just kind of chilling. I thought you meant out of the I thought place. you meant while you were like walking to the gig, and I was like, no, 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 no. no, no. It was after the gig. Okay. And then post gig, we've all been there. I understand. Yes, the post feeling. gig. You're drunk. It's post gig. You're hanging out. The bar is gonna close soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I'm just like assuming this guy is like really fucking drunk. Yes. And like, it, it, I, I'm just assuming that this guy's really fucking drunk, doesn't know what like he's doing, and like doesn't know who I am. So just like, just kind of like flirting with me, grinding on me, and 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 I was like. Okay, I that was like the first time I was getting any that that kind of attention in drag like ever. Mm-hmm. So I was like kind of really weirded out, um, but also kind of like I don't know. I was having fun with it until like he like whipped his dick out <gasps> at the bar at like I love at, that. at the side of the bar at the side of the bar, and I, I, he okay. was like, "Was hey, it why an don't ugly you, dick?" How, well, no, it was a very average dick, but like he was like, "Why don't you put, like put your pr- pretty lips on this?" And I was like, oh, "Okay, I gotta go." And then, um, and then pretty lips, pa- you got like teeth painted on your face, literally. And I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck are you not seeing? What is not clicking?" And um, I was just assuming this just drunk, crazy guy, like maybe was making fun of me, whatever. But then he finds me on Grinder somehow because he follows my drag account. Uh- and he knows how I look out of drag. Uh, and it's like, hey. How those pretty lips. I how find you really sexy. Lips. Can you like be in makeup and like full geesh and like we can hook up wherever? And I was like, bitch, you're not paying me. No, you're not paying me to do me in drag. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, technically I didn't do anything, but like I just want to like it's 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 a crazy idea. That, that is like, a crazy I mean, obviously, it, and like Obviously, people are into whatever, you know. I, I don't like, I don't fucking judge, you know, like me to you, but of then being into whatever, I have something to share with the group. What? Okay. I received a text yesterday that said, just made a banana video. Oh, yes, you told us, or you tweeted. I, I tweeted about this. I said, what's that? He said, shoved nine bananas inside me. Uh. (laughs) I said, whoa, really? He said, yes, sir. I said, and then you pushed out a loaf of banana bread? He said, I wish. And then... And then Why did I think that was possible? I was like, your internal temp is only 96.5. That it cooks banana bread. So then he sent me the video. Are you interested? Yes. (laughs) How's that? This is yes. Uh, okay. Okay, we're gonna see a banana. And now I did almost throw up last time we watched something. Well, okay. Let's let's see. <gasps> wait. Why is it? Oh <laughs> wait, it's up? peeled. It begins, I did not expect it to. Oh be my peeled. god, he's peeling it as he's sticking it in. That is so fierce. Oh my god. Oh my god. You really got to fight a banana, because isn't it just going to turn into mush? And then, there's another one. Oh, my oh, God. See, now this time it's pre-peeled. That's a long banana. Nice stick, by the way. Number two. Yeah. Oh, now he's taking two. his shirt off. He said, I don't want to get banana mess all over this. It's a, it's a story. It's a chronicle. 
Who's number three? Come on, Peel. God damn. What? Okay. Okay, We. I think we get the point. My hole is so tight, it would get mushed up even before getting into this. It's, yeah, I, that wouldn't, wouldn't happen to me. The, like, nine when you... Peel oh, bananas see, now it's, mushy. Now it's turning into a mush. Now yeah. and he's eating it. Oh. And he's eating it. No. And then the oh, bananas God. weren't enough, so he wanted to mix them up. <laughs> that is the longest Whoa. dildo. I know. Damn. What room of the house is this? God damn. Pussy like an oven. He really took it all. More. There's just so many bananas. How? All right. That's number nine right there. That is number nine. Holy shit. Meatball, what fruit uh, could you do? Pineapple. girl boss. Nine of them. Pineapple. Oh! Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was that the was towel fun. sticking to his butt as he stood up from the chair that I. Well, it's a <laughs> little things get you. Banana. It's all the it's little, little things. things. Get it's you. the little things. It, last time it was the little pieces of fe- fecal mm-hmm. matter floating so around in water. We really got down. Okay, I have one final question for you. Yes. You said this was glamour. <gasps> okay. We are looking All right. at you decide the to embarrass me glamorous ghost ship glamour challenge where you are in yes a gown made uh-huh. of four or five different materials uh, thoughts uh i like it i still very much enjoy this look i think it's glamorous i think see that's the thing a lot of people will like mess especially when this episode aired would like message me and like try like get me to admit that i hate this look and this is all this awful whatever whatever and i was like that's what dipper wanted to do i don't that's what dipper wanted yeah. to no, i'm right? gonna yeah, explain I, i'm gonna explain my uh my uh well here's the to... thing I, and let me explain something first okay you explain first go ship glamour unless there was more of a prompt doesn't make any sense to me Cool. Are you supposed to be someone that died on the ship and was glamorous and are now a ghost? Are you supposed to be a sea creature that may happen upon a ghost ship and be glamorous? Like, what yeah. is the prompt? See, that's the thing. Um, well, I don't know if I'm supposed to share the prompt, but... See, it wasn't well, originally okay, ghost I, you know ship what? glamour? Well, no, it was ghost ship glamour, but, like, it was that ghost shaped glamour it was like you know that was the prompt that was given to us it seemed i guess general enough for me to do okay i want to do my interpretation of a sea creature look that like uh a ship might come across while doing a fantastical sailing like adventure or something you know and that was like a sea creature a sea goddess character that i had um, created out of kind of i kind of reached into um you know, my, where I come from, where my drag comes from, my culture for the first time during the show. And that's the thing that I created. And, you know, I am fine with the idea that people might not like this look or might think that it doesn't fit the prompt. Like now, like now that I think about it, the thing that they wanted was very much like, it, it was a very specific thing. You know, it right. was very well, what much what Saint was because doing. Saint was wearing, Saint was the ship. Well, Saint was also the captain. 
Right. Saint, 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 you know, took the um, prompt the most, the way that Boulez wanted, you know? Right. She, like, she is the ship. She is, like, the captain, you know? Um, that is, like, the haunted glamour of the ghost ship, whatever. That was, like, the image that they had. Um, sometimes, you know, when the prompt is given, the judges have certain image in mind, you know, certain mood board in mind. And it happens to be that my interpretation didn't fit it. And that's completely fine. That's a Much reality like competition Mary, show. Much like Meredith Charedith's version of the Vampire Beach Party. Oh, the anglerfish? <laughs> Bitch, that wasn't a vampire. No, was she that? Was, bitch, she was sitting across the room being like, yeah, I thought of this anglerfish creature because, you know, anglerfish are kind of like vampires of the sea. And I was like, bitch. <laughs> no, they're not. Bitch. You I... bitch, tell, look me, look me in the eyes and t- say that again <laughs> without laughing. I loved, <laughs> like... I loved this look on you. I loved the way you styled it. I loved the how you made it. I loved the story behind it. My one thought when we were watching was, did you think if I go more humanoid with my makeup, more glamour girl with my makeup, this would be a win. Cause that's what I thought watching it, which is the whole reason I brought it up because it felt like you said, I'm not going to compromise my artistic vision. Though had you maybe painted more like, you know, in this humanoid way that you occasionally paint, they would have been like, Oh, she's giving us glamour. Like we haven't seen before. Yeah. And like, did that part of me, cross your mind? It it absolutely did. And like it's not like I can't paint pussy. Girl, I like, see I, can. I know you can. I can paint pussy. And like I could have, but also I had a very set vision for this look. And I, I knew like, you know, it might come a certain like across certain way. And like again, I'm like totally fine with it. Like as a reality TV competition program. Like if I want to push something and have it up be on TV and have it be like, you know not well received by the judges that episode like that's completely on me you know what i mean and like obviously you know like i say some stuff afterwards and it's like oh my god you know um i'm so mad i'm like i thought it was glamour blah 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 but also i'm a fucking character on tv you know what else am i supposed to do i thought it was glamour yeah i was like yeah bitch, bitch i'm gonna go out there proudly like have my chest out and be like i thought it was glamour yeah like you know like what else am i supposed to do you know so like again but then um i don't know i guess part of me also thought that like you know that kind of trope of like doing what you were doing them asking for your versatility and then doing that what is oh yeah and then you, you go home. and then going home straight afterwards yes. i guess that was on my mind also yeah <laughs> no you're right that happens yeah. all the time mm-hmm. it, that does happen all the time Jay so Jolie. i was like we didn't even then, get to talk about jay jolie or ugh, we'll have uh, to have you back this was yeah. such a great conversation about we've run out of time cool no yeah cool. it was so fun i mean i the, Again, I'm such a fucking big fan of y'all, and like this podcast has had such a blast. Well, thank you. Thank you for oh, thank having you me. Thank you so much for being here. When are you? Are you touring? What What's the next big tour? You're going Is it on the, the big UK tour. tour. Yes, I'm going on a UK tour two weeks from now. I'm still putting together my numbers, oh my so God. hopefully I can do it on time. I I am bringing the like naked monster look that I just made Ooh, on tour. So if you want to yes. see that in person, please go dragula live.com. The tickets are right there. 
Um, I think they're still on sale. So I am going on U.S. tour right afterwards. Oh my goodness! You're and oh my god, and the tour and the tour with those bitches too. You love your sisters. Don't be mean. I to do. Your I do. And it's like, I mean, this top four too is such like non-clashing. We like we we really don't fight. It's like even during the season, you know, um, you know, people like to come up to me and be like, "Do you just hate Sigourney?" You know, Sigourney and I get along really, really well. Actually, Sigourney is one of my closest from the season. Um, so like, you know, I'm very excited. Can't wait to like meet everyone and like actually get to tour. It's so exciting, you know. Thank you so much, Hoso, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Everyone can follow you on Instagram at Hoso Teratoma. Yes. All the social medias. All Is the same on handle. all of them? Lucky for you. Yes. I know. I think Trixie had to be Trixie Mattel 2 for some time. It's so yes! funny <laughs> Um, Thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can send us an email at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com or call in with a fuck talk story to 213. Five, three, six, nine, one, eight, zero. Our Instagrams are Big Dipper Jelly and Spiciest Meatball, or Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter, and on TikTok, we're Big Dipper Jelly and the Meatball, the Queen, the Meatball. Don't forget to like Have and subscribe you posted so you on don't TikTok ever yet? miss your. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Oh, you said I could plug, plug my uh, show dates. I'm going to be in Portland on March 2nd, Olympia on March 3rd, Seattle on March 4th, and Boise on March 5th. I will be in Chicago at Berlin on Saturday, tomorrow, <laughs> and Sunday. I will be at Queen. Queen. And, and that's if you the trick live in that it Seoul. takes to book the girl. Wait, if you live in Seoul, what? <laughs> yes, if you do live in Seoul or if you plan to travel in Seoul, um, I host a weekly Saturday gig at the, my home bar Rabbit Hole with my friends. And it's a fun time. It's a good old time. So come and have fun. Come. Br- bring a poncho. I have a feeling that show gets messy. Drag Chapel Saturday. Yes. Drag Chapel Saturday. I love it. Okay, we could keep talking forever, but we gotta end. Bye, everyone. Bye. Doodle doot doot forever. Dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.